welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. It's your cue. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, uh, I'm here. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Uh, I'm Emilio. I have to save it somehow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. I completely forgot that I wanted to do something. I wanted to be Emilio's coworker, Jason, who broke the controller. And then I had, and then I just didn't know what to do. So, well, yeah. fuck. That's a way back reference. I don't know how many people would have followed that one. You basically fucked this from the top to the bottom, dude. I haven't seen an intro that bad since last week. <laughs> since last week. <laughs> they get worse every week. So <laughs> Nick will not be joining us this week. He was in Atlanta, but then he wasn't, but then he couldn't come anyway. That's another story. Pretty much. It's like, I'm in. I'm not. I'm in. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. So that's what happened. Yeah, but Christian will be joining us today. And before we get started, let's just shout out Zap, subscribing for seven months. Thank you very much. Thanks, homie. All right. And I, I don't think we have anything else to announce. Not a whole lot going on right now. Join us for our movie nights twice a month, I guess. There was one last night for oh, yeah. Guns Akimbo. Yeah, and check out our movie podcast, Movies on the DL. Yep. Uh, you can find nice. all of that and more at dlgaming.net. Dude, you guys are like on auto run with these fucking plugs. No, no planning. Just like, oh yeah, let's uh, let's plug movies on the DL and uh, movie night. We had one. It's uh, it's nice to see. I'm with pros tonight. You know. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about some video games. I got a feeling things are going to liven up a little bit once we start talking about video games. Dude, the Smurfs always save the day, dude. The Smurfs Mission Vile Leaf. So somebody posted this in Discord. This is a Smurfs game, and I wanted to talk about this because I've never played a Smurfs game in my life. I don't know of any Smurf games. Apparently, there have been quite a few because I looked it up, and yeah, there, there's Smurfs games dating back to the 80s. Just tons of them. Um, <laughs> they must this, not be good, dude. It's not the legacy that I've heard of. Yeah, yeah. So this is another one coming out in October of 2021. It is a 3D action platformer. Um, you are trying to kill the forest. It's got these poisonous leaves, and you are fighting back. Um, I, I guess Gargamel's behind it, probably that cat, too. You know, the usual Asriel, dude. Store. Oh, Asriel, yeah, that's his cat's name. Yeah, um... I don't know. This game, I, I looked at it. I watched some of their, their videos, the screenshots. It doesn't look good at all. Yeah, I left it off the radar, especially yeah. just because of that. But I think you could make a really good Smurfs game here. Like, you could totally just play up the funny angle here where they put in Smurf for every noun and verb and adjective just yeah. randomly. Like, you could make a good Smurfs game. They're tiny, so the world would be big. You could have fun with that. They live in a magical forest. I mean, it's all there. Why hasn't there been a good Smurfs game? Yeah. You could uh, switch out Smurfs for, depending on what you need to do. Like mm -hmm. you could use Hefty if you got to pick something up. Oh, you can uh, You can't do that in this game. That's one of the things that they tout under their about this game section. So embody four iconic Smurfs. Smurfette, of course, the one female in all the Smurfs. Uh, Hefty Smurf, Brainy Smurf, and Chef Smurf? I don't know what he's doing there. Brainy Smurf, you gotta have him. The yeah. one with the glasses. Papa Smurf would have been a nice uh, touch. Yeah, I feel like you need Papa Smurf there. I'm not sure why the Chef Smurf. I don't even remember Chef Smurf. I don't either, but he's in okay. the game. Does anyone else listening have no fucking idea about the Smurfs? You guys are like naming Smurfs like they're old friends. Like, oh yeah, Smurfette, she's the only woman... 
Like, yeah, is this really... a show? Is this a comic? What are the Smurfs? Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, car- it's a oh, cartoon boy. from the 80s. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You They're know? like, it's been like uh, proto-trolls, right? Probably? Yeah, they weren't really trolls. No, but I'm saying like trolls, the big Oh, movie. with the hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. The movies, like, this is kind of like proto yeah, version of they're that. they're kind of like the snorks, but not underwater. Yeah, you don't know what the, the snorks, snorks are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're going, you took a deep cut and went deeper, dude. That's what, not are you you, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> uh, wow. Do you remember the theme song to the Smurfs? Um, no. Not even a little bit. Do you want to sing it for us, Bob? <laughs> no, I can't. Sing. I could do. Uh, I was hoping you're going to play a little bit of it, but I cannot. I, I could do Rescue sing. Rangers. Are you going to do know. Rescue? Yeah, and Ducktales. Woo, Ducktales! God, they had the they had the best theme songs back then. Dude, they were so good. They were so good. Some times, some <laughs> crimes go slipping through the cracks. Oh yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. And they whistle it too while they're working and stuff. When's the music come? Is there no music? That, that is music, right? I think this is in French, though. Les <laughs> Trump. <laughs> this That's is not a, the original I, one. This is not, yeah. What, this is a French, you know, this this was first French, I'm pretty they sure. They called them Les Trump. Les Trump, Bobby. Okay. Come on. What's it mean, Bobby? I don't know. You're supposed to know. I don't how? think that's a real word. I think they just made it up. <laughs> How's your French going? On? Uh, it's going good. So I started reading. Uh, if you listen to our movies podcast, you know that I started watching the Harry Potter movies for the first time. Right. I finished them and I started reading the second book in French because I figured the reading level would be low enough for me to understand. I still have to look up a lot of stuff, but they totally change some words completely. Uh, they just um, uh, like muggles right. is, I think, Moodalos, they call it. Yeah. And then instead of Hogwarts, it's Poudlard, mm. which I don't. I know why they, well, I don't know why they would change that, but I was talking to my girlfriend today and she had read some books in Spanish when she was younger and a little more fluent in it, including return of the Jedi, El Returno de Jedi. Um, <laughs> and she said they would often change, uh, they do the same things in those books as well. They would change the names of, um, certain things just, I don't know. They would better fit inside the the story in that language. So I guess it's a common thing. Here's a weird thing, man. I, I don't know if I've ever brought it up, but I've always thought it was weird. Different countries call other countries different things. Like Germany calls themselves Deutschland, mm-hmm. right? We call it Germany. Yeah. S- Spanish calls it uh, Alemania. Yeah. They're not even close. The French call it Alemania. It's not even close. The Spanish and the French one are actually pretty close. Sure. But uh, how's this happen? How do do you meet somebody? um, You're like, but Germany has a a rather weird history though. Like first they weren't Germany for the longest time. They were what Prussia or something for a very long time. And then they kind of became Germany, but then, yeah. So I don't know. I guess I could kind of understand that. All I'm saying is like, when you meet somebody, you're like, I'm from Deutschland, right? Mm -hmm. Or like, okay, cool. But I'm going to say, now that I've met you, I'm going to tell my friends that you're from Alemania. It's just mm-hmm. strange. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So Asterix and Obelisk, Bobby. Yeah, right, in, right into Asterix and Obelisk. <laughs> Slap them all is the subtitle in this game. Again, I've never seen an Asterix and Obelix game. Now, a lot of people may not know who these guys are. These are the uh, Vikings or the the Gauls, and they're extremely popular in any French-speaking country. 
Um, you've probably seen them. You would recognize them even if you don't know who they are. Uh, but I also, I also occasionally read the, uh, the comics in French for these because the reading level is low enough for me to understand. I've seen all the movies. Um, so yeah, big fan of Asterix and Obelix. This game is just a brawler beat-em-up, just a very simple side-scroller brawler beat-em-up. And again, it doesn't look that good. The animation looks, looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and the graphics, I mean, the style of art looks like, uh, like Looney Tunes to me. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, is that basically what it is? Is that our Bugs Bunny? Their Bugs Bunny? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, I don't know if it's their Bugs Bunny. Kinda, but not, not really. It's more wholesome, dude. More, more a story about friendship. Where Bugs Bunny is a story about like different characters every episode, mm -hmm. usually. Yeah, yeah. So, so the story with Asterix and Obelix is it takes place in like 50 BC when the Romans are taking over everything, mm -hmm. and they they've taken over all of Gaul except for this one village. And it's because they've got this wizard who makes a magic potion that makes them invincible. So they just drink one of those and go out and fight the Romans and knock them around. Uh, Obelix, the heavyset one, actually fell in the potion when he was young. So he's just permanently invincible. Uh -huh. um, so if when you watch the movies, they are pretty Looney Tunes. Like they've got a lot of, they're very effects driven. They, they punch them, they go flying into the air and bounce off of walls and things like that. Like they're pretty wild. Um, but again, this game doesn't look that great, but I feel like it's just kind of riding on the name here. Um, but the animation, it looks, it, they say that it's hand-drawn animation. So it looks like they went through a lot of effort to animate it. Um, and it looks a lot like these characters are supposed to look. So that that part looks great, but I, I got a feeling the gameplay is going to be a little bit lacking. These 2D side-scroll beat-em-ups are, dude, it is so hard to pull this off. I, I I keep bringing this up, dude. Like, name the last good one. I I didn't like Final Fight, or I mean, Streets of Rage. Yeah. Or, well, Mother Russia Bleeds was pretty good. It was probably the best one, and it, still we put it down at halfway through. You know, it's hard to get into those sometimes. The double you beat Dragon, Double Dragon, Double Dragon Neon. Yeah, I beat. And that one was all about the blocking, and I figured that out after a while. And it's really fun to try to figure out that that blocking but yeah these get very repetitive yeah unfortunately um castle crashers was a huge one i think probably the biggest game in that genre and what that did was it gave you all these different characters all these different weapons and there was just a progression system so when you played one character you leveled them up they got stronger and you know you could either be really good and make it really far or you could just play a lot and just level your character up so you would just mow down the enemies and get through the levels um, but people, people really love that game. And this looks super simple. There's like no power bar, nothing. There's just your health, right? Maybe there's no, a little, there's bit a little of lightning bolts up there. It looks like you're charging something. Huh? All right. Wow. Well, it's hard. It's really hard to tell on this one. Um, are you going to play it? Probably? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, I see these things and like I, I buy right into it, right? Like they put Asterix and Obelix or when they came out with the Toe Jam and Earl game, I'm like, yep, sold. And then I play the game and it's really, it's not that great. Yeah. You know, they're really just selling the brand. Yeah. But this is fall 2021, no price point yet. I'm going to talk about some big games coming out this year. Um, Dying Light 2 kind of like fell off the face of the earth for a long time. Uh, they were in production hell, you know, COVID, all kinds of shit. But finally, they have a release date. It's December 7th. 
Uh, it's a little ways off, but um, there is a seven and a half minute uh, trailer basically talking about all the cool things in the game. And um, I'm excited for it. Um, Bobby, you became a Dying, a Dying Light fan like later, right? Like way later. Yeah, I didn't realize until I played it that this was basically, what, what was the first one? Dead, Dead by, no. There, there was Dead originally, Horizon? I'm sorry, what? Dead Island was the original game. So there was Dead Island, and then I believe there was Dead Island 2. And I loved those games, and I, I think the reviews were a little mixed on those. But then Dying Light came out, and I, was, I never really put it together because it was the same developer. I wasn't sure it was the same developer until right now, maybe. Yeah, know. but then when I played it, I was like, oh my God, this is Dying Light, or I'm sorry, Dead Island 3. Oh, right, right. It's like the same gameplay mechanics, but they did the whole open world thing. They really improved on it, but yeah. the whole crafting system is the exact same. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really, really liked it. And then we played that expansion uh, with the vehicles, and it was even more open world, and we had a lot of fun with that. And it was just one of those things where it was like, it was really good, and you wonder why you stopped playing it. But you probably just moved on to something else, you know. And you never played the campaign, right? No, I play. I beat the campaign. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, nice. So uh, this, okay, you're. Uh, I think you're the same character. You're going into a, a different city. Um, there's three rival factions. Uh, you can you can kind of go towards any one of them, or all of them, or go against all of them. It's like up to you, story wise. Um, and one of the best things about Dying Light is nighttime is so fucking scary, dude. It's like mm -hmm. I actively avoided playing at night. Like I would just like go to bed at night because the night is so crazy, right? And so dangerous. But now apparently the best loot in the game is at night because at night all the zombies come out of their hidey holes, right? But their hidey holes are now vacant. Or, like, have very few zombies in it because they're all in the streets at night. So if you can find their layers, there's shit in there. And I, I thought, what a great concept to, like, raid the bear's cave when the bear's out hunting. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought that was a great idea. Uh, it's going to have cross-play. It's going to have multiplayer. Uh, basically, all the things they've been working on. Uh, I really like Techland, man. Um, they... They do their microtransactions correctly. Like, it's not pay to win or anything. It's just usually cosmetic stuff. Um, they actually they actually poke fun at a lot of people, uh, other developers, when they do the shitty kind of uh, microtransactions and stuff like that. So hopefully that stays... Uh, um, they don't go to the dark path. Uh, I, I, it's looking great. Uh, fucking fantastic. Yeah, no price point on this, but the release date... Oh, actually, no, they do have a price... And it is rather expensive, $60, so full price here. Uh, and it is coming out December 7th. Yeah, you get your money's worth, though, man, in these games. Because you, the, you have the campaign, you have the multiplayer maps, you have, um, there's a versus mode. Uh, it just goes on and on, you know. Uh, and then, like, the DLCs keep coming out and stuff. I, I don't know. It's it's one of these games that um, is, it's a AAA that's actually worth um, everything that it's touting. Yeah, I got a I, lot of hours out of the set or the first one. I I played Dying Light one for like five hours pretty recently, like I think a year ago, and uh, I was confused what it was because I, I I was playing, I was playing, I was playing, and then there was some sort of like 
like MMO mode or something where yeah. like I could sell my loot and get loot from other people. And then there's like these missions that spawn and like, would you like to join these people on this mission popped up? And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So I don't even really know what that is. It sounds like dying light two is a lot more um, targeted. Like it's, it's an open world game. You have these three factions like, you know, fallout shit. No, I think they're going to continue with their quasi multiplayer. Uh, it's going to okay. be probably the same thing where you can kind of raid other people's uh, games and, and if their game is open, you could just join other people that are on the same mission. Uh, just right. automatically. It's like a seamless thing. You don't go into a lobby or anything like that. You can just, when you start a mission, it'll be like, these other people are doing the same mission. Do you want to join them? And then you do, or you don't, you don't have to. Um, and then the multiplayer, I mean, the verse is a completely different thing. Uh, in the verses, you can play as the infected, which is really fun because they're really powerful. Cool. Yeah, well, the verses, I'm excited, man. I don't, the verses was a separate, an entirely separate game, wasn't it? It might have been. Yeah, because they made a. Or at least a different DLC. They made like a Battle Royale version of it or something. I remember you yeah. playing it and talking about it. Hmm. It was only 10 people or something. It was fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, I got uh, I got a little game here. So you know those Poland Ball comics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they made a game, or they have a bunch of games, but they made... Uh, this game is in uh, early access right now, and, and you can play it. And it's like an open-world platformer game. Um, I'm playing It Takes Two and this right now, and I think I'm having more fun playing this. And all you are is like, you know, a little Poland ball. You choose your country and your outfit. And then they have this open world where you, like, go into, like, a historical era, and they have... A, and it's like kind of meme or whatever. You jump around the level, you solve quests, you talk to people, you're like, save all the Swedish villagers and sink all the Viking boats and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, this this might be the funnest type of this game that I've played in a long time. Is this multiplayer? Um, it, yeah, it is, yeah. So, like, it's weird. When you first join, it does that thing where, like, the menu screen is, like, a playable environment. So... To change your costume, you have to hop over to, like, the costume set. It's a movie set. And then all these historical eras, you can jump in, like, you're jumping into a movie. And there's, like, a production designer place. There's, like, a director. Um, I don't know. It was just, like, weirdly involved for this type of game. And it's uh, it's super fun. You can jump in your friend's worlds and see kind of the open world progress they make. And then you can take like items or something that they've unlocked back to your world to help you. So there's a little bit of co-op there. Hmm. I think you're probably having more fun because you don't have to play it with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's no, the price no. tag here? Uh, I think it was like 14 bucks. What is it? Uh, yeah. Okay. 14.99. Not bad. Yeah. And uh, as far as I can tell, the game is pretty solid. I haven't run into any bugs or anything. I think the early access thing is like they don't have the uh, uh, a bunch of other levels in yet. Like you can see in the in the movie set, there's like a bunch of crossed off things that are coming soon. But other than that, like the game is super fun right now. So if you want a little 
How far are you on it? It takes two. Uh, on it takes two. Oh man, I have to reach far in my brain. Where am I? Like, what's uh, the mechanic? I, I think I uh, we just flew into the house. Oh man, you're pretty good. Pretty far in there. All right. How far am I? How far am I? Uh, like halfway. Halfway. Yeah. Okay. I cool. would say. It, oh, by the way, halfway. I'm glad you brought it up. I lost my fucking goddamn fucking save for uh, It Takes Two. When I moved my computer, it's because of the Ubisoft extra step that, you know, mm-hmm. they, 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 for some reason, the, um, the cloud saving doesn't work. And it's like an ongoing issue. So it should have been, the cloud save should have been origin's responsibility right right ea's but it doesn't work um it's just a problem it, uh, anyway um i hmm. downloaded somebody else i mean i got somebody else's save file and i put it into that file and he's already beat the game he put it on the um forums and so i could just go to whatever level it wants so it's not the biggest yeah. issue but yeah. especially for a game like this is because like I, there's no person uh you don't customize your character at all yeah you know? yeah you just Level select. Get to choose wherever you want to go and start yeah, from there. Exactly. So that works. Yeah. Okay. Qu- very quickly on it takes two. You guys were, I mean, it's a great, like mechanics wise, so fun. New mechanics all the time. I'm like, whoo, all these little mini games. Like it, it's super fun to play co-op, but the story isn't that good, dude. Like it, it picks it, up towards the end. I th- Okay. It gets, okay. It picks it up gets, towards the end. Yeah. I'll, I'll save my judgment. I'll save my, cause they're just arguing for the first half pretty much yeah and i was like oh bitter couple take like 12 okay i don't know there's not much story here is there but but okay i'll wait till the end we'll see um what else is going on here uh far cry 5 has some information that came out um pretty much there's a five minute trailer out on it now far cry Uh, 6 far cry 6 sorry um it is, they say it's not Cuba, but you know how this this goes. It's like a Cuba-esque place mm-hmm. with the, um, you know, the old car. It's basically Cuba. And, uh, man, this trailer has so much style. I love the music. I love the whole thing. I love the guy uh, talking, the narrator. Um, the From top to bottom, I was like, oh, man, I'm fucking in. And it's funny because, like, if you were to ask me outside, and just be like, hey, are you a Far Cry fan? I'd be like, eh, you know, they're whatever. But I think I buy every single one that comes out, dude. Yeah. And, and I play them. And um, so the last one that came out, I was like, Montana? I was like, I don't know, man. And it ended up being probably one of the best stories mechanically. And it had a lot of flaws. They all have a lot of flaws. But I play them and I beat them and I like them. And this one has me excited. Um, so... Much like how Cuba, you know, because of the embargo, they never got new cars. So they just modify their cars um, indefinitely. It's like Americans' 50s cars there that are just been worked on and worked on till today. You know, they, they don't get, they hadn't got new cars for years and years and years. And so they, they do the best they can with what you can. So the cars reflect that you can build whatever car you want you could put a bunch of attachments on but the same thing with the guns um you're kind of crafting guns there's a bunch of weird guns that you can make out of just like 
household products and shit. So it's kind of like um, Dead Rising, where you're just, you know, taking different things, putting them together and make weapons out of them. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that's pro- That seems like to be the big new mechanic. Uh, but besides that, everything else fucking looks pet crocodile. You can't, can't complain about that. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Looks great. Dude, this this seems a little more like cartoony or like arcadey than they usually seem, doesn't it? With like the attachments and stuff, or just like the colors and how they're popping, or is that just me? It's always a big mix, dude. It, it, like sometimes you know parts of it. Watch the trailer. Um, it's always like it's always silly and serious, and it's just different, varying degrees. Like one one mission might be just completely off the wall stupid ridiculous shit and then the next one is like you know like um talking to an ambassador and trying to assassinate him that's just the far cry way okay i think the last far cry i played was primal and i feel like that one was all serious i don't i liked primal that was one of my favorite ones but i i have a deep place in my heart for cavemen (laughs) is it it because your ear doesn't is it because your ear is one of the ears that are the Neanderthal one? Like, where does the where does it come from? The what? Your your ear. You know, if your earlobe doesn't connect, you have like ten percent Neanderthal DNA. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in the ninety nine percentile of uh, Neanderthal DNA. Okay, so yeah. you have the ear and the toe thing. Gotcha. I don't even know what the toe is, but probably. <laughs> I just made. It. <laughs> and the big <laughs> the big dick, big dick boy, yeah, big, big dick. All right. Uh, yes. um, Mech Warriors, right? Who's going? Yeah, Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries. So somebody asked us under listener questions if we had played this or were interested in it. And I haven't even thought about a Mech Warrior game in a long, long time. Uh, mech, mech games in general, I remember there were two that came out maybe five or six years ago. And we played both of them for the podcast and kind of compared them and it, it, neither of them were that great, but I've always liked the idea of mech games. You know, you build this big machine, you customize it, and you have these long, slow fights that are very strategic. And they drag out over a period of time. Um, but I've just never been able to get into a mech game. Uh, oftentimes, they get a little too advanced for me. And I was looking through the Steam page for Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries, but what caught my eye was the PVE co-op. This is a PVE co-op game, oh. which you know I love. Um and that's a great idea, like a PVE co-op game with mechs. Yeah. Because you could customize your mechs, I assume, in so many different ways. And, you know, you could fill in gaps. Now, I guess eventually you are just doing the same thing, just killing units. But still, that that could be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these games get so technical. And that that's the thing that it's uh, intimidating, you know, when you mm-hmm. see, when you go to change your cod piece and there's 47 different variations and they all have different you're like uh yeah and when we played those other mech games it was really it it was five or six years ago and it was right during that time where um mechwarrior online i think is the last time that we tried to play mechwarrior online and there was another one that was a little more arcading i can't remember the name of it but it's a little more fast-paced but both of them kind of had, if I remember correctly, the same problem. It was during that period of time where it was just very common to have microtransactions and all these things. And it just, 
uh, it was a little play to win. And they, yeah, they overwhelm you with too many options and you don't really know what does what. And you don't really feel like looking it up or researching it. You know, it's always more fun to discover that stuff naturally. I did like the Arcadia one a lot, actually. I played probably more than anybody else did. Um, I can't remember. I think it started with an A. Yeah, it was like one word. It was one word. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. This this might be worth checking out. This is, it it just came out recently. May 26th. It's 30 bucks, which isn't too bad. That seems decent. And there's like around five or 6,000 people playing it. So it's got a pretty good community. Reviews are pretty good. Um, yeah, man, I just love PVE co-op. We, in fact, we were talking before the show about the Bad Batch. I don't know if you're all caught up with the show. I'm on the second episode. Okay, but I was just thinking how great that would be for a co-op game, and then we realized there really aren't any Star Wars co-op games out there. Let's make one. All. Let's make one. <laughs> Let's yeah, make get, one. Get that IP, no problem. Let's go. But how great would it be? Because you've got these characters, you know, yeah. Crosshair, Hunter, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Wrecker. They all have their own unique special ability. Yeah, what's Hunter's thing? Uh, he has uh, enhanced uh, perception. So, like, he'll be standing there and he'll be like, somebody's here. And like, oh, and okay. Like Spidey sense. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they all have these abilities. And then if you watch the show, a lot of times when they're in combat together, they'll they'll have moves where they do things together. They're pretty ridiculous. Like Hunter will throw up a knife, and then someone will kick or shoot shoot the knife, and then the knife goes and stabs some <laughs> dude. Like, okay, I don't I don't know if that's, that's gonna cool. Happen. Not ridiculous, Bobby. It is pretty cool. <laughs> but I, I was watching this. Uh, Wrecker's my favorite, by the way. That's definitely I, me. I'm sure he would be, yeah. But I, what the I'm, fuck does that mean, dude? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Quit, Bobby. I'm done. <laughs> but if if that was a game, then I would probably play tech. Of course, that would probably be my guy. Oh, I but, love the one. Where they're like they're like a uh, re- republic chain codes. What is that? Uh, do you th- hey tech? Do you think you can make this one? And he's like, uh, yeah. I just found out about it this second. But yes, I think I can. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, you've got all these characters with their unique abilities and then they play off each other and they do things uh, together when they're fighting. And it's just like this. Would, I, I'm watching a video game right now like this. It's yeah. right there. Just make it happen. So, oh, uh, ex- exciting Star Wars news. The guy, you know, the who headed up the, the Bad Batch and also did the Clone Wars. Uh, uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah. He's been uh, he's been promoted to head of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean. He kind of already was. He's oh, just was got he? the title now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I would imagine that he has a lot more influence going into the next movies, right? I would imagine. Yeah. What are they even doing for the movies? Who knows? That's probably what he's going to be in charge of now. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. When when's our uh, Bad Batch video game? That's what I want to know. All right. I'm kind of thinking they made this to make a video game. Like now that you've said it, it just seems so, yeah, too it, obvious. It fits too well. It, it fits way <laughs> too well. It's suspiciously uh, similar to a video game. Um, yeah, and there was that one, Republic Commandos, and they kind of did the same thing. They had these uh, units of clone troopers. They didn't have the whole like malfunctioning chip, so they didn't follow Order 66 thing. But they um, they had their own personalities, and it wasn't co-op, though. It was that quasi-fake co-op where you give your team orders that they were obsessed with trying to make work back then 
yeah the best thing about those games is that the books that came out from because it goes into it went into order 66 and and uh the books that came out for republic commando yeah the republic commando books are like pretty solid they're like a just a grimier star wars i think those are the first books where i was like okay they can tell the story in a star wars universe that's a little like a little more mature i don't know yeah, yeah, more mature, yeah. Has some edge to it or whatever. Yeah. There is a I actually use it in, in my class, but there is a great uh extra in Republic Commando. You can watch it on YouTube, but it talks about the foley they used for that, the making of the sound effects for that game. And it's it's really good. Um, especially if you don't really know what foley is, then that's like a great introduction to it, which is why I use it. It's like a three minute video, but check it out. Just look up like Republic Commando Foley, F O L E Y. So uh, many good things came from this game, except the game. Real, except the real game big itself. Shame. The game. I I hate to keep. I know we got to move on to something else, but I want to say one more thing. That game, I it always sticks in my mind as the weakest melee attack I've ever experienced <laughs> in a game ever. It's, it's like a tickle, right? Yeah, because the clone troopers they have this blade that comes out yeah. of their of their wrist. Basically, it's like Wolverine claws, but it's one big claw. And in the video game, like in multiplayer, it literally took like eight of those to to drop somebody. It, it was ridiculous. Probably super pissed about this. It was kind of annoying. If you get in close and do a melee kill, like you, you should be rewarded for that. You know, that's like, <laughs> Bobby, did you write a letter? Did you write any letters or a strongly worded email? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did... uh, zap says that Shasta gray is streaming. It takes two. Um, and there's a joke there right now. The joke is that she's moved on from, she takes six. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I make myself oh, no, laugh. We'll we'll put in the laughter Sorry. in post. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, Tainted Grail Conquest, another roguelike card based uh, game. Um, most of these Dude, games. What is it? What is it with you? Oh fuck, man! I, it's I a like, new trend, dude. It's the twenty twenty one trend. I love card based combat. But let me tell you what's so different, right Bobby. Uh, most of these games are very cartoony, or they focus on the card. And there's just not a lot of graphics on the game, uh, in the game. This is actually full 3D rendered graphics. They're not the best in the world, but they're a far cry from, you know, um, uh, like Slay the Spire, Slay the Spire, which is, you know, very small graphics. Anyway, um, when you actually get into the combat, it kind of looks like old school Final Fantasy where, you know, you got your troops on one side and their troops on the other, and you're playing these cards and actual effects are being played out. So visually, it looks a lot more appealing than most of these games. Hopefully the cards um, are fun and there's good synergies and stuff like that. Uh, I actually picked this up. I haven't played it yet, but uh, I will get back to you guys next week on that. And why is there no card-based combat Star Wars game? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's what the bat do. The bad batch. That is boom. Bad bat. Bad bat. <laughs> bad batch. <laughs> bad batch. Maybe. Maybe. I was thinking more of a first-person shooter. Um but I don't know. We'll, why don't you we'll just talk. make the game, Bobby? <laughs> just make the That was Tainted uh, Grail Conquest. If you want to check out what the graphics are. What's the price tag on this? I believe I picked it. It was on sale. $18? Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. 
Reviews are really good. 88, yeah. 88% in the last yeah, 30 days. Yeah. And it does I mean, have better graphics than you're used to seeing on a game like that. Absolutely, dude. All right. Cool. What's next? Let's talk about some video games. So really quick, I just want to mention I did play some Deep Rock Galactic. It's been a while. It's been a while since I played this game. And it they had a big patch since the last time I played, but it was mainly just weapon balancing. Not very exciting stuff, really. If you've been playing this game for a long a long time, I, I guess, you know, you, the patches you look forward to are new maps, new guns, new, you know, new content. Um, but this was just basically like just rehauling the whole weapon system because there was a lot of uh, discrepancies. The, everyone who played the game enough basically knew this is the gun you use. This is the one you don't use. Um, so it's just a lot more to figure out. But honestly, I, I think I'll wait till the next patch just because I... I don't know, man. I feel like maybe I'm I'm kind of uh, slowing down on this game after 600 hours. Maybe it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, dude. I think you got another 300 hours left. Easy. Maybe. Uh, Bobby, what are those uh, red vines that are like crawling through the levels now? Oh, that's that's a new map that came out a while ago. The Hollow Bow. Do they do damage? Uh, yeah, if you touch them, but if you shoot them once, then they retract. Oh, but then okay. they kind of slowly sneak back out. So it's kind of like. Uh, a constant little upkeep you have to do. That's actually a really annoying uh, biome, the the hollow bow. It doesn't seem like it. There's these big plants with giant claws that'll also just reach out and stab you, and you don't often see them. So uh, you can kill them, but they often sneak up on you. Yeah, it's still a fantastic game. It's just, um, you know, this probably wasn't the, the patch to come back on. So not to shit on your 600 hours, but uh, going into like, I don't know how many hundreds of hours into binding of isaac over a thousand easily um i've been that's all i played this week uh basically um i got into i get back into greedier mode um the original mode was called greed and now i'm playing the harder version and i'm trying to do it with every character and i pretty much have um just to rehash what greedier uh greed mode is it's a kind of an arena-based Binding of Isaac. There's no levels that you're going through, really. You're not exploring, and there's... uh, Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, Money drops while you're fighting, kind of like, uh, I don't know, Smash TV or whatever. And in between levels, you can spend that money to either heal yourself or power yourself up. And everything's random, right, what you can buy. So... um, you have to, it's all about a risk reward. How am I going to spend my money um, between levels? Then you fight a boss. And then after you fight a boss, you can fight a second boss to activate like um, kind of like a, a devil room where all kinds of shit can happen in there. But that's even more risk reward because that boss is even harder than the first one. And so you pass that and then you can go to the next level and then the same thing it's rinse and repeat but the everything gets harder and harder and you have to kind of like half hope for luck and half use good strategy to try to make your way through um but i've done it with every character except for two now so i think i'm done with greedier mode for now uh the video that i uploaded was the new boss of the game uh mother uh she is fucking hard and i haven't beat her once um, to un- there's a new character named Jacob, and in order to unlock him, you have to do a series of things. It's like you got to go to 
the water level. And then when you're in the water level, you got to turn into a ghost. And when you're a ghost, you got to get the knife. When you get the knife, and it just goes on and on all the way through the game. You have to do these series of things, and which isn't the hardest thing in the world, but, you know, it's tedious. And then you get to Mother, and if you don't kill her, you have to fucking do all that shit all over again. Uh, Sam and I are doing it together, and we keep doing it and doing it doing it, but Mother's kicking our ass every time. The reason I put the video on is because you can see how fucking nuts um, the bullet hell is on her. She's she's fucking difficult, man. There's a lot going on there. And it sucks that I haven't beat her yet. What's so great about this Jacob character? Just that he's a new one. Oh. Um, he ha- He's some... I think he's two characters in one for some reason. Like he, it's like, I don't know. I'll let you know once I unlock him, if I ever do. Cause they all have some little quirk. Yeah. They all have some little quirk. Um, really quickly, the, I've been doing the greedier mode with pretty much the hardest characters. There's one called the keeper and he doesn't have hearts. He doesn't have health. So basically all health and heart related items are negated they might still spawn because it's random and so if you get heart related stuff it's just garbage for you you know it sucks your health is money but greed mode is money based level so there's money on the floor all the time every time you you get hurt you could just pick up a coin unfortunately if you keep healing yourself you'll never have any money to spend in the shop and that's where you, that, there's a whole dichotomy there of like, do I keep myself alive or do I get myself power, more powerful? That was really hard. That one took me a long time. There's another new character named Bethany. Uh, I beat it like on the second try with her. She has a very uh, strange mechanic. She she has built-in synergy. I talked about it already, I think. Um, her active ability mixes with any other active ability in the game. There's like 200 of those. And they the game automatically meshes the two together and comes up with a new thing. So she's really fun because uh, she adds a lot more flavor. You don't know what's going to happen when you play with her. Hmm. Yeah. So when you play Binding of Isaac, Repentance, the new version, yep. that's its own separate game, right? It's a DLC for... So does it count your hours on top of your other hours of Binding of Isaac? Yes, I believe so. Okay. But like th- this is one of those games. One my save got deleted. So I don't know what, how many hours I had before that. And this is another game that I was playing before they were counting. Well, hours. Steam counts your hours. That's what I'm asking about. Like, yeah. can you go to your steam page and f- click on binding of Isaac and it'll tell you how many hours you have, including afterlife, afterbirth, repentance, like everything. All of those. Yes. Okay. Just not the original binding of Isaac. Huh? Yeah. But even though you lost your save, it should have still counted those hours. Um, on Steam, it's a separate game. Binding oh, of Isaac and so Binding of Isaac. Game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not this one. I know it's confusing. The Binding Isaac was one game, and then Rebirth and all of the oh. DLCs are a different game. It's about time for him to release a like a, a Binding of Isaac deluxe edition With or everything. the final version or something that just has like everything, so we don't need to. But Repentance does game. have everything. It has all the yeah, other. We games. just need it in one spot. I feel like there's. <laughs> it I, is confusing. There's too much confusing, uh, confusion because if you wanted to buy Repentance, say you don't know own any of the Binding of Isaac games, you wanted to buy Repentance. What do you need to do? Can you buy just, Rebirth? You need to buy Rebirth. Yep. So you don't need the original game to run no. Rebirth. No. Okay. Yeah. Right. Rebirth was like part two or a reboot. 
I guess. Okay. Well, we finished playing today, and Sam was like, I think this is the best game of all time. And I was like, it's fucking good, man. It's really good. Yeah. And that was after getting our asses beat for like two hours. Yeah, and the reviews weren't that great when this game came out. Seven out of ten for Repentance, yeah. I like, okay. Like I said, people were bitching about their old synergies not working. That was their big thing. Mm. A lot of things got nerfed. But a l- almost every useless item is useful now. So I would rather take that and give up some of the super overpowered shit. Mm-hmm. Because the super overpowered shit is like, if you get it, you win. Yeah. That's not fun. You know, so people playing a lot of re- relearn the game. Yeah. Basically, and it's yeah. A little more balanced. And so they got a lot of like thumbs down for that. That, mm-hmm. that That's uh, based on my research. All right. I played a game today that was not that fun. I'm sorry, not today. <laughs> Last week, the Henry Stick- Stickman collection. So this is Henry Stickman. Are you familiar with this cartoon? No. It's like a webcomic. I wasn't familiar with it either. And the reason that this game has so many positive reviews, I think, is because people were fans of this webcomic. And then the game came out. And, of course, they loved it because it's Henry Stickman. Um, But the game itself, it says it's a point-and-click adventure or an adventure game. It really isn't, though. You play as the main character, Henry Stickman, and you'll... You just watch like a webcomic, basically. And then something will happen like, hey, you need to break into this bank. What do you want to use? Dynamite, teleporter, wrecking ball. Uh, you know, it, it gives you like five or six options. You click on one and then you watch a little animation and he dies. And then you just keep clicking on him until you find one that works and you get in. So it's, wow. not, it's not really a game because none of these make sense, right? Yeah. There's no like obviously right answer that where you can think it out and figure it out like, oh, this is it. Although I have kind of found that the more ridiculous the uh, answer is usually, the, the more right ridiculous one. answer is usually the right one. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Dragon Quest, dude. That like Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, you just pick a direction <laughs> until you get the right one. Yeah, you have to just figure it out and just put a whole bunch of quarters in. So the idea behind this is that you have to, or the idea is that you want to see the deaths, right? Like you want to see the failures because that's the fun part. I think that's what the web comic was all about. Watching Henry Stickman get mutilated and brutalized (laughs) in all these different ways. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of the point of the game uh, is, is to, to watch this, to watch Kenny die every episode. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, But, as someone who is not a fan of the original source material, it, I don't know, I was a little disappointed. This game's like, I don't know, 15 bucks on Steam or something. And I guess if you really liked Henry Stickman, it would be okay. But there's just not a whole lot of content there either. It goes by pretty quick. Doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah. And you, you, uh, you unlock all the different things. So like it's, you know, see all the deaths and then you, you go back and replay something and choose different options and that, um, that shows some other death scene and some of it's pretty funny. So the other thing is this game is just loaded with video game references. Mm. I, I'm not really impressed by that anymore though. Like I've seen it so many times, like they reference everything, right? Like, uh, Ace Phoenix, Ace attorney, uh, mm. street fighter, final fantasy three, all the classics, super Mario bros. Like it's all in there. Halo. Um, but I don't know. I've seen so many games do it so many times that, Video game references and in jokes just don't really do much for me anymore. Hmm. What do we do now that Sniper's taking a shit and he's up next? 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, is I, I don't know if I can talk any longer about this game. There's not that much. There's not that much there, dude. Man, he uh, must. Uh, he's having a hard time over there. Man, he ate a lot of cheese today. <laughs> Too much dairy. <laughs> Too much dairy. Uh, what else could I possibly talk about? Um, yeah, <laughs> he kind of left us hanging here. We can go. Into... I played more Vermintide, but I don't think. Uh, here's here's the thing, man. Like there is a little bit of news on that front. I'm actually good with the Outcast Engineer, the that... dwarf uh, career that basically plays like a rattling gunner. He's just got the machine gun. That's the paywall one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you paid for it. Nick bought it for me. Oh, yeah. Thank of course. You, Nick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, it, it all came down to one talent uh, that you don't get until I think like level 20. It's on the third tier. But I unlocked it. And there were two of them that seemed pretty good. I tried one, didn't really work. Tried the other. And I was like, oh, this allows me to basically be using the, the machine gun the entire time if I do it right. Like you just got to be on top of it. But if you do it right... You can. It's still very difficult if you get What do you mean? You don't run out of ammo or it doesn't overheat or? Uh, yeah. Well, the overheating, you can crank it up, but it doesn't go away when you start firing. So, or when you overheat it. Uh-huh. So basically you're, you're always, you're basically, as long as you crank it every now and then you are always reloading at maximum speed. Uh-huh. So I think I, I see different play styles for this guy. There's one way where you can play him where you just use your normal weapons on, you know, one and two, your range and your melee, and then you pull out the machine gun when you want to do some big damage to a boss or something. Sure. The other way that I'm playing him is I just have the machine gun on all the time, and I am shredding, dude. Top of the charts every game, yeah. you know. Like the heavy, TF2 heavy. Yeah, yeah, pretty like much that. like that. That sounds fun, dude. It is. It's a fun class. And it's a huge takeaway from your, like, your main from tanking or whatever that's like the it opposite is, and i really do miss the whole not sword and board sword and or axe and board, axe and board. <laughs> doesn't have quite the same ring no. but i do miss having the shield and just being like in in the fray although that gets really repetitive just like whacking over and over again the melee i i found that to get a little boring but i do like the, the trick to that game is learning how to block properly like block and push People kind of overlook it. They always go for the damage buffs, whatever. But like, if you learn how to how to block and how to push and how to weave in your attacks between that, you will end up taking a lot less damage. But I'm talking inside strats on this game now. People don't play it. They probably don't care too much about about these uh, Vermintide two strats. Well, sniper Sniper uh, finished up in the bathroom, so now, <laughs> Dude, now okay. we start talking about other stuff. Wait, okay, but bef- we can't move on from that so quickly, okay? First of all, very sorry that I ended up in the bathroom. Second of all, um, mothers with young children cover their ears. Okay. I just... Uh, have you ever had a shit so bad <laughs> that you had to take your shirt off? You know, those kind? <laughs> no? What have you no. been You're, eating? I've, my socks have been blown off. <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, last, uh, not like four months ago, I discovered I was lactose intolerant and mm. Rianne made a dessert. And I just thought, you know, maybe a spoonful, maybe just one spoonful. Maybe just, maybe I'll be fine. Maybe nothing will happen. I feel like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Gandalf dies when he's gray <laughs> and he comes back and he's white. Yeah. You're, you're a like, new man. 
It's like that, but opposite. Like I'm a lesser man now <laughs> after what I just went through. Anyways, okay, I'm good. I'm back. Wow. Uh, you know, I started to become lactose intolerant. Like my favorite food ever was cereal. I used to eat all the time. And then it started to bother me. And I was like, I'm not going to accept it. I'm going to just power through it, dude. And then like for six months, I was just shitting my brains out. And then I came out the other side, a milk drinking man, dude. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can die so many times. <laughs> oh my god! That, sorry, I'm really sorry. Like, just <laughs> okay. No, no. <laughs> it's just that we can't scroll the thing down. So I mean, I know. Do you find yeah. so, lactose intolerance? Is that something you develop later in life, or can develop later? In it life? seems like, uh, yeah, mostly adults. It seems yeah. like. Okay. Well, okay, so this has been happening for years, years and years. And Rianne's always told me, like previous to this, Rianne said, I think there's something wrong. You should go to the doctor. You should get like, maybe there's just something wrong with you. And I'm like, no, no, no. You know, I've eaten whatever I wanted since I was born. Nothing can happen to me. And uh, then one time it was really bad. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try for like a couple days. And then and then a couple days turned into four months until today. So I don't know. <laughs> Yep, definitely. Uh, there's uh, something called lactate, man. Just try it out. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, we already went through Henry Stickman. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. If you want to get into your Star Wars galaxies. Yeah. Unless yeah, you got anything I'll, to say uh, about Henry Stickman. I don't know if you're familiar with that webcomic, but I was a little lost. Doesn't look familiar? Okay. <laughs> uh, n no, it doesn't look familiar to me. Okay. All right. Somebody's out there. Somebody out there knows. That's my shit right yeah, there. They they know this and they're very upset with the review I just gave it. But, oh. All right. Let's talk about every, Star Wars Galaxies. Okay, cool. Every every game you put on here is has been a comic. Oh, except Deep Rock Galactic. You know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's uh, like you plan these out when they're themed. I don't know. Okay. Star Wars. Star Wars Galaxies. Okay. So, uh... Launch wasn't so good. I just clicked the link and the website looks uh, a bit weird. But it's back, y'all. Um, so is it back? Is it back? That's the question. It's the so many people joined that the server and everything is having issues right now. This this fan project. But uh, Cheese last episode. When was Cheese? Do you guys remember when Cheese last episode was? Uh, Months ago. I know you just At had an episode not. about cheese. <laughs> uh, See what I did? Okay. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I I felt it in my bones, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, the Ring of Fire. Uh, yeah, so cheese last episode. Um, I was talking about Star Wars Galaxies, and I was like, eh, I wish the game was like Star Wars Galaxies. And then someone from our Discord messaged me, and he's like, hey, man, have you heard this restoration gaming.com they're remaking star wars galaxies but they're like kind of putting the best of every era of the game into one and more like holistic creation i guess and i was like no i haven't heard of it i haven't heard of it i joined the discord and then day two i'm like i'm helping out so i actually helped launch this server i um i don't know i i made the discord i i sent emails out to a lot of people hyping it up i talked to people gave advice on how to do it and it's all because Hogglefosh in our discord messaged me and told me about it and it launched on may 28th um, Congratulations. We like yeah thanks man it uh we were expecting like 500 people and in the first 24 hours and 2500 people showed up so basically we were fucked 
very few people could play and it was really laggy and stuff, but we're upgrading it. And I think I rounded, you know, I did my rounding up. I talked to my people. I, I, uh, I gave them my best poetry about the game and I think I've convinced Bobby to try it. So I don't know. Is it, is it happening, Bobby next weekend? (laughs) Uh, yeah, hopefully next weekend. I think we've got a couple people that want to check it out. Um, yep. So yeah, it, it launched on the 28th and right after launch, um, I know I went to the website servers were down, like nobody could get in and yeah, it just got overwhelmed, which I'm not really surprised because it's star Wars galaxies. Like there's very few people who have not played this game, but one of those people is me. I never played this when oh. it was out. I never, I never touched MMOs for the longest time. Like I didn't, I was so scared of them cause I was already pretty hooked on video games and I knew how addictive these were. So I, I always avoided them, but I, I'm interested in jumping in and checking this out, hopefully with some members of the community. I think the big yeah. selling point I remember was like, basically do whatever you want. There's like all these skills and you can build your character by selecting whatever skills you want to work on and you level up by working on those skills, right? Something yeah. like that, right? So you could yep. be, I was, I remember I was like, a, I was a sniper swordsman, Wookiee. So that's what I worked on. Oh, and like a survivalist. So I was like really good at camping out. I'd snipe things from super far away. And then when they got in, I would pull out my sword. Um, but I built that from the ground up. Like you could, I don't know. How many skills are there, sniper? Well, there's 32 profession trees and they each have uh, three times 12. They plus one plus one they each have 14 skills in them so i mean there's a lot of options <laughs> there's a lot of options yeah 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 um so they don't really yeah. have classes like a typical mmo they i mean uh yeah there is like default classes like you know you can build your template and then when you're in a group someone will be like oh do you have like fencer four then maybe you can fill like the tank role oh do you have are you like a pistolier uh, are, are you like focused on pistols or do you only have one of the tree of pistols? Okay. Maybe you can be a DPS. And if you have other things, maybe you can be like, uh, the DPS check. You can like throw out roots and stuff like that. And to help the team. That makes so, it a little more confusing, doesn't it? To put together a crew. Yeah, it does. Cause yeah, people, you can't like check. Like if someone says that they have something, you would have to trust them. Um, and there's high level mobs that you need like eight people and you need like, okay, you need like a master doctor. You need a tank, like a tank tank, like someone who's gone through all the melee skills and hasn't done one single skill in any other, in any other tree. Um, so yeah, it, it can be challenging, but I think that's, uh, it's kind of what makes the game a little fun because, you know, you could do a character that's mostly a tank, but then all of a sudden, maybe instead of, completely specking in that you know you have an extra root or maybe even have a heal you know so it's uh do you feel like you missed your opportunity at the big um influx of people at once uh, once you fix it do you think the 2500 people are still going to be around oh yeah dude the i mean the discord's popping off people are kind of like chomping at the bit um I think we missed on some people though. And then other people who've never played star Wars galaxies before, which there was a lot, like we got a lot of people coming in discord being like, I've never played this game. I've only heard people say it's good. And I'm like a star Wars fan. So I want to check it out. 
I think some of those people might be disappointed because it's not launching bug free. Like there are some UI things, which is unfortunate, um, especially when you're starting out. It can be like, oh, oh, I have to use the I have to use the tilde key to interact with stuff. You can change it in your settings, but, you know, left click and right click is so intuitive um, for like so many people that that might turn a lot of people off right when they go. And then there's a bunch of like small things like that. But what company I mean, originally launched this game? What's that? What, what company originally launched this game? Uh, Sony Online Interactive. And they don't care about this project? They don't exist anymore. They were bought out. Uh. And then the company that bought them was bought out. And when that company was bought out, they like <laughs> uh, posted all their assets that they were selling. Oh, and Star nice. Wars Galaxies wasn't on that asset list. So no one really knows who owns it. But then someone leaked the code for the entire code of the game they put it online you can get it right now you emilio could get it right now just go to the pirate bank on my way code right um so so that's why they've been making it and then emulators have been going on for a long time like 10 years and disney hasn't really done anything about it and lucasfilm before that or lucasarts before that hasn't either so i don't know Hmm. if it gets popular enough maybe maybe we get Dude, that would be bad, right? <laughs> I don't know. Could happen. Yeah. Well, hopefully things will be ready to go next week when we all jump in. Probably yeah. uh, Friday. I don't know what's good for you guys, but uh, Friday would be a good day for me. Yeah. Every every week is Friday for you. Every, every week. Yeah, we got some cool... And I, I like it because, like, you know, the people we have on Discord joining us, I know they have, like, different play styles, like... Like you can be, you can be like a combat uh, entertainer. Like you can play the Slitherhorn. You can play all the Star Wars instruments. And who gives a fuck? Like that's your character. It's not like the most optimum thing, but mm-hmm. you can do it. And so someone like Days might do something like that, for example, right? But I don't know. There's a lot of uh, lots, lots of choice. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I guess it's time for listener questions. That part of the show. That part of the show, dude. You've never had a shit so bad you had to take off your shirt? That's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's happened, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm like I, I'm like concerned that I'm lactose intolerant now and I just don't know it. I'm just like why just because it's a numbers game like so many people are yeah but i guess you would know it like it'd be pretty obvious right um it i mean it wasn't obvious to me i just thought that's how the world worked until i stopped drinking milk and you know everything became normal so what about cheese yeah cheese cheese too and like cream ice cream Hmm. see i don't eat ice cream i don't drink milk um Although I imagine the Soylent would set it off, but cheese. Yeah, I do eat a lot of cheese. Yeah, dude. And I was so foolhardy. Like the dessert she made, it's like got, it's like got milk, milk chocolate. Uh, it does have heavy cream. It has ice cream on top. Dude, it was like, the, it was, I couldn't have chosen a worse dish. Yeah. Was it worth it? Uh, yeah, it's really good because she's standing right beside me. Ha! <laughs> all right well time for listener questions let's get into it 
First one comes from Warconius. He says, what's your heritage? How far back in your family tree are the immigrants? Have you gone back to where your family roots are? Hmm. Bobby? Um, uh, my heritage, I, I don't know much about my heritage. I know on my mom's side, there's a lot of German and Italian. Um, but... I thought you were going to say Windows 98 or... <laughs> It's a robot joke, uh, folks. Yikes. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've never gone back to Italy or Germany. Uh, and What about a 23andMe? You ever interested in that? Not really. You should do it, dude. I'm I, like... It's, it's pretty interesting stuff. Like, finding out that you're like, you have way more Neanderthal than anybody else. It's pretty interesting. I, I don't know. And you pay a little bit more and you can see what you're susceptible to. Like, all the diseases. All the diseases. Like been That's lactose scary, intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. I would have known. Yeah. And then and then um so it's like a every evolving thing. It's not this one thing you get a print out and that's it. Like every week or so the like a new relative pops up that did it as well. And then you can see the family tree grow and you can see where this person is and you can contact them if you want. It's really interesting. For like ninety nine bucks. I added everyone with my last name on Facebook, like 102 people, and I made a big group. That's how I, it's like, who needs 23 and me? I did that for free, dude. What's your Neanderthal percentage, sir? Not just that, but like where, where all your DNA comes from. Like, um, you know, uh, I, I was like 75% uh, European, which is, you know, you wouldn't think so from a Mexican, but. That's uh, where I was at. It's all Spain. Oh. Yeah. yeah um, I, I would think so. Yeah, I my heritage is um, my dad was heavily on the Spanish side. So his grandfather had like a hacienda, like a Spanish hacienda. Um, so, yeah. So his grandfather was Spanish and then he his parents were like half and half and whatever. So it's stronger Spanish sides, but in Mexico. And then my mom, it's interesting. She's Mexican, but not from Mexico. Uh, Traditionally, I guess, however you want to say it. She, her and her family have been in Arizona since it was Mexico. So they stayed there whenever it transferred over to, or got conquered or whatever. Maybe they were the ones that, you know, handed over the keys. I don't. I don't know how it went. Oh, it went down, but that's that's how it went. So no, immig- uh, I'm a non-immigrant immigrant. Oh well, you're not Native sounds, American. Uh, that's yeah. like the only real non right immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Bobby? Where's your family from? Or did you already say? I already said. Yeah, <laughs> I, as far as I know, um, German and, and Italian. Okay. Mm-hmm. My my ancestors are all uh, French and German. My great-grandpa f- flew or f- fleed. What is it? Flew or fleed? Flew. He left. Fled. He Flee, you fools. Yeah, he fled. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Germany when that Hitler guy was coming around. Yeah, he's a and, uh, bad guy. Yeah, dude. Bad, bad fucking guy. He got out just in time. And then he got here and they're like, wait, you speak German? <laughs> Welcome to the army. And so... Uh, he he went back and uh, was a, was a translator and stuff, um, and then on the other side, uh, it's adopted. My great great grandpa was 
just left on someone's doorstep. So we have kind of adopted family that took him in. You should 100% uh, do 23andMe then, dude. See where you're from. It's probably going to be European, obviously, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, I've, I've wanted to, but I don't know. Something about it is kind of sketchy, isn't it? Like people getting your... People getting their hands on your d- DNA, like you, you can opt shelf stuff. You can opt to join the global DNA network or whatever, basically giving them your information, or you could opt not to. Uh, if you do do it, wait for Christmas because they always do a two for one every Christmas, and you and Re can do it. Okay, how much is it? How much did you pay? Um, two for well, if you wait for Christmas, you can get two for ninety nine dollars, and then it, oh. it, uh, for the extra bonus stuff, it's an extra twenty dollars. But you do that after you. You can see it before you want to spend the extra money. And that's just basically see, uh, showing you your, uh, yeah, uh, whatever you're susceptible to. I don't know how to say it. You're more likely to get stuff later on. Okay, cool. Kind of stuff. I, yeah. uh, I also saw, like, a Reddit post. So I don't know how accurate this is, but someone sent, like, a sponge in. And <laughs> they got, like, DNA results back. They're like, you're 11%. Uh, you know, Latin American. And they were like, what? I, I sent a sponge in. And they sent it into all the companies like that do this, 23andMe and mm-hmm. um, I think Ancestry. And Maybe the last some person who used that sponge was Latin yeah, American. Yeah, I mean, there could have been DNA on, DNA on that sponge. Okay. Yeah, it's not impossible. There's People DNA on every uh, sponge and rag in my house. I'll tell you that. Yeah, like two in a pickle jar and like some uh, mayonnaise in there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Next question from Tattooed Terror. In your opinion, what is the best adaptation of a game <laughs> to the big screen, and what is the worst? Sorry. Uh, Dwight Dynamite says, my mom used 23andMe to find out that her mean old Nana on her dad's side was a, actually a cheating whore. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what you said, Bobby. That one, that one got me. Uh, okay, I'm looking at it now. Uh, Bobby's the best one he could... If you're interested in this category, Bobby did a series of um, video game movie videos, right? <laughs> yeah, so video game movies, movies based on video games or somehow related to video games. Yeah, you know, I went back and watched some last week. It's kind of interesting. It was Those were like two years ago, and still I feel like I've, I've grown since then. Uh, where can we find those, Bobby? That is on our YouTube channel. It's just... If you go to dlgaming.net, I think you click on... You mean the Gamers Nirvana, Bobby? <laughs> is, that, is that what we're going with? Uh, yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've watched a lot of these. So what is the best adaptation from a, from the game to the big screen? Let me guess. I think, I think your final verdict was Mortal Kombat, the original. Hmm. I don't know about that. See, here's the problem. So when you're talking about objectively best, that's kind of hard. I can tell you my favorites. That's one thing. But I I brought this up recently, too. Um, It's really hard when you make a video game movie because you are going to – you're going to have to pick a lane. You're either going to have to pick the lane where you make – a good movie, but you have to change a lot of the things from the video game, or you got to pick the other lane where you stay true to the video game, but then you end up not making a very good movie because some things in the video game just are not going to work in a movie. They're just not cinematic by nature. So uh, you, you have to fix things when you adapt. They do this all the time. When they go from a book to a movie, they adapt it. Um, they change things. Um, 
So a, a big complaint, like I want to say Silent Hill, the first Silent Hill, because I really enjoyed that. I saw it in the theater, thought it was great, watched it again, still think it's great, but I've never played Silent very Hill. much Silent Hill and definitely not the first one. So a lot of people will tell you that movie is terrible because they changed this and they changed that and that person didn't do this. And like, I don't give a shit about any of that, dude. Right. Like I watched the movie. I thought it was pretty damn good. Uh, so like that, I think speaks for itself, but that's the one thing that people will always come at you with on a video game movie is, well, they changed this and they didn't do that. And right. where were the whatevers, you know? And yeah. So Silent Hill is your answer. I'll go with Silent Hill. Yeah. I thought that was a really, really good adaptation. Second act is a little year. Oh, you're going to link it? No, no, no. I, I have it here. Uh, I, I put your list and I sorted it by most viewed. Would you agree that these, the most viewed of these videos are the best or are there some unknown gems that are just better that people <laughs> don't know about? So I was surprised when I went and watched the Grandma's Boy review that I did. That one's got the most hits and people love that movie and I can see why. And like the comments and, and the thumbs up have been pretty supportive on that one. Like I thought that was a, a good video and yeah, I, I I can see why that would be number one at the top. The Dead Space Aftermath one, I'm a little surprised about. Like, people showed up for that. I think you posted that in their Reddit, and it got a lot of views there. Dude, anything anime, dude, you're going to get some residual. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. And Well, this was one of your reviews I liked the most, dude, because, I mean, I think all your reviews are good, but, like, the content of what's in this one looks so interesting. Like, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. This was a really interesting, and this was just like a, a stunt to promote the game. Like this is just promotional material. They had no intent of making anything. Uh, I, I don't think their biggest intent was to make something that artistic, but I thought it was really good. The Dead Space movie Aftermath takes place in between one and two, and it kind of bridges the gap of what happened between those those two. Yeah, I thought it was thought it was pretty good. My favorite one of your videos on its own have nothing to do with the movie was uh rampage i thought that oh, rampage. that one was really <laughs> done well yeah i haven't seen fun. the there's giant monsters in that movie mm-hmm. well the gorilla and yeah and then he fights the uh the lizard hmm. yeah. you have a spreadsheet like how many of these exist that you've done like have you done the best ones would you say the best video game movies? No, I think the one that I left off with that I never did was pixels. And that would have been a tough one. Cause that one's not that great, but there's a lot of, I, I did not only video game movies where the source material was a video game, but I also did movies that were just like about video games or video game culture. So stay alive is in there. Grandma's boy is in there. Brain scan. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to do Detective Pikachu. Um, I wanted to do... Uh, there was one on that racing game that I heard wasn't very good. Was it? Grant, not Gran Turismo. I don't know. Something. It had the kid from Breaking Bad in it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There were a whole bunch. There, there are so many video game movies. There's the Final Fantasy movies. Um, there's a Double Dragon movie that's pretty wild. Like there, There's a lot out there to pull from. So we could see a season two of Bobby's video game movie reviews. <laughs> Maybe, right? man. Those were so much work. They were just so much work. Just going through, pulling the crit, uh, the clips, scripting it. And that's for, that's coming from somebody who knows every shortcut there is, right? Basically. Yeah, and I did it for weeks on end. Like, I'd put a new one out every week. So I had I had the system down. But it just, any way you go about it, it the editing, 
took took a lot of time, but really it was mainly just watching the movie, then going over the entire movie, well, scripting something for the movie, writing down all my thoughts, turning that into an actual script, probably do a few rewrites on it, then go through the whole movie again and then pull clips for everything that I want I want to use. Like that takes a long time. All for 15 views too, man. Yeah, I didn't get much views <laughs> just, on them. You do it for the love, man. <laughs> I did I really did enjoy them and I think it kind of it, I think it's good. This is why I keep journaling in um, letterbox. I write down, you know, I watch my movies and I watch like a movie a day and then I write down what I thought about it and give it a rating. I think it's good to do like some writing every day, no matter what it is, just like express yourself or your thoughts somehow every day, whether it be a journal on what you did or how you feel about something or your thoughts or comments. I don't know if that counts. Oh. <laughs> uh Sniper, see, see what I'm telling you? Kurt the Ape says that uh, 23 and Me will tell you if you're lactose intolerant. Um, I, I guess he found out eight years ago on a, when he pooped his pants on a backpacking trip. That's, yeah, that's rough. I don't know man. if this this story is true. Do you, <laughs> you 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 hold this to be factual? I think so. I think so. Okay. Oh, no, that, that would that actually suck. Yeah, because you can't. You don't have very many changes of clothes. You got to throw those pants away. Oh my god! And then you're backpacking. You're you're backpacking bottom nude. That's like the worst way to do it. That's the it wrong is. way. It's the wrong way. What if you okay? What if you saw someone bottom nude in nature on like a hiking trail and they were like, "No, I need help. Don't worry. I just shit my pants." Like, there's no. How could you? There's nothing you could do. Yeah, Bobby, you ever away. shit your pants? I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? You wouldn't know, dude. It would be in the forefront of your mind. Well, I don't. I don't know. I did used to drink a lot, but. <laughs> I don't think so because there would be evidence afterwards. I've shit my pants. There's been some close calls. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh, he's got a the other part of that question, what's the worst? So worst adaptation, worst movie adaptation. Super Mario Brothers. No. No. Come on, People, man. No. That, okay. That was the first live action video game movie ever, right? So first of all, cut it some slack. Second of all, production design in that movie was great. Some problems with the directors. If I, I have a video on that, it kind of explains a lot of this. But I heard there's a that, lot of cocaine on set too. Uh, probably that every movie ever. Um, <laughs> there, that movie. If you go back and watch it, and you kind of disregard that, you put the Super Mario Bros. stuff aside, and you kind of just take it on its own. That movie's actually not that bad. It's kind of weird and out there, but I don't know. I like that one. Um, God, worst one? I don't know. Because when I'd made these videos, my whole idea was like, let's just, we know they're all not that great. Let's just go in and pretend they are and just like give them a fair shake. And I don't know, like, like the one I enjoyed the least video game movie that I enjoyed, the Need for Speed one, I haven't seen that yet, but that's got to be pretty bad, right? <laughs> How do you make a movie about Need for Speed? That's not... It's called Fast and Furious, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't there like 17 Fast and Furious? Yeah. Someone out there likes them. Well, they got really bad and then they got really good somehow. They like it. It's the weirdest franchise I've ever seen. Um, I will say this the top grossing franchise of all time, right? I believe so. Maybe. Yeah. Mm, uh, no, nah, Marvel probably hasn't beat, but they make a lot of money. Um, God, what, the the weirdest one, like the one that people would probably say is really, really bad, the Double Dragon movie. That one is bizarre. It is out there and it is super weird and it was made in like the early 90s and it's got the T-1000 in it. It's 
the guy who played the T-1000, oh. not the actual T-1000. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's sounding better. Yeah. I don't, you're not dissuading me at all. Yeah. Okay, next question from Old Man Dave. Give your best pitch to make your favorite game as a new show or movie. Oh, similar. Similar question. Hmm. Well, I, I think we did this earlier in the show. So, um, oh, wait, game to movie. I'm sorry. I was yeah, thinking yeah. of the Bad Batch show to game. Well, there you go. Well, that's but, reverse, though. That's going from the show to the game. We're talking about going oh, from gotcha, gotcha. to a movie or what, show. What would a Deep Rock, Deep Rock Galactic movie oh, it'd look be like? be so good, dude, because like, each of the driller or each of the uh, miners would have like a, a, a personality that you could mm-hmm. attach yourself to. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. It'd be a hard movie because you've only got four characters, so you don't have a lot to work with there. You'd have to do it as like a horror movie. All that darkness there in this unknown area. Something would have to go wrong. Some of them are going to have to die. Some of the characters are going to have to die, so the stakes are real. Um, and then, you know, maybe one Carl? I think one person makes it out. Yeah, there's... Like the descent. You, you could do, yeah, you could do a horror movie, like a really scary... Like horror, like a monster horror movie. Really, man? That. I think Thrillomedy, dude. That's what you go for. Because there's so much, a lot of dwarf jokes, short jokes. I can't reach the ledge. All kinds of shit, dude. Mm. I mean, you could work, the, you have to work in a little bit of humor for the <laughs> horror movie. Just, you know. So oh, my God. We have a hit, it. dude. Somebody fucking hit up Ghost Ship Games. We got a, we got a fireball in our hands here. I, I have a different idea. I have a different idea. You know, we've already played the game. We know we know about Deep Rock Galactic. Do we really need a movie on the game? No. No, I say. We need a movie on the on the universe of Deep Rock Galactic. Like, why are these dwarves here? Like, why do they have to risk their lives? Who are they in society? Are there other races? Are they, you know? You're thinking way why? too big. I'm thinking a much smaller story. Four dwarves. They get sent down on a mission. They're supposed to extract something. Management Dude, you do that every them. time, though. You do that every time. What's the difference? The difference? No, because it's acted out, dude. When you, but you're just going to get a worse I've never heard any played. I've never heard a counter pitch worse than your counter pitch, dude. <laughs> okay. Right, here's what, okay, let me finish the pitch here. Let me finish the pitch. Okay. So you got four dwarves going down there on a mission. They're being sent by management. They're going down there. They're supposed to extract something. They're not really sure what it is. Management's being real secretive about it. I know we're ripping off aliens and Waylon Yutani right now, but just ignore that. Okay, so they go to find this. They encounter like some really nasty bugs. It doesn't look good. Something's up. Management is being fishy. Okay, escalate, escalate. More bugs. Somebody dies. Stakes are real. They find out some more information where they realize management is using them and all they care about is the uh, the thing that they're supposed to extract and not the lives of the dwarves. So then they say, okay, we're on, we're on our own. And then, and then something has to happen. What happens? All right. We're deep into the second act here. What's going to happen? Something has to, because ha- they can't just like get the thing and escape with it. Right. Well, yeah, uh, they're, there, there's, they, a they big, gotta... there's a big boss fight. There's like a big bug, like like at the end that they encounter that they have to overcome for whatever they're trying to get. But w- what do they? Turns out, turns out, uh, fucking uh, corporate didn't want them to succeed. Um, they gave them some mm. fa- faulty, some faulty uh, equipment, and they okay. have to arm their own escape vehicle okay. from shit that's lying around. But why is corp why doesn't corporate want them to succeed? Or maybe they, they, they were supposed to get the thing and then it was gonna detonate or something. I like where you're going with this, but I'm just thinking how it's gonna work. Like they were gonna wait, get wait. the thing and the dwarves weren't gonna survive the return mission or something because they're expendable. What what if corporate needs the best dwarves 
for a job of galactic importance. And so this is a test. They know it's hard. They know people might die. But guess what? We need the best dwarves for Deep Rock Galactic 2 Return to the Core, you know? Man, this guy, huh? <laughs> maybe what maybe are, for this. What are we gonna do? <laughs> what, right. Can guy. we just can we get a moment, Sniper? Can we have the room here? All right. I, I don't know what he's doing, dude. He's coming out of left field with this shit. He's just all over the place. All right. I just, I think we need to get him off the project. <laughs> uh, 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 um, what I'm thinking of is how you would do a Binding of Isaac TV show. It would, ha- I would, would have dark. I would have to incorporate randomness. I would like the episode to go on and then somehow the random items would just come in these items that the the fans really know about it'd probably be a web show and uh i don't know maybe if it was like a live stream show maybe people can vote on what item he would get at what point in the show and it would just change it would be very basic it would be like homestar runner type like really low because you'd have to have the all these branching paths for the uh, story to go, depending on what item he gets. Yeah, somehow, Damn, dude. randomness. Like a bandersnatch, but like voting and the items. That That's kind of cool. I like that idea. Thanks, man. Hmm. All right. Sniper, you got any pitches here? <laughs> no, we, don't, we heard them. We heard them. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, no, I don't have any pitches. I got all my pitching out of the way. All right, okay. good. Thank God. All right. Work Cody <laughs> has another question. He says, would you get a portable Steam device? If yes, what features would you want? So he's linked a, a device here that Steam has announced. Uh, apparently, they're working on Valve is make, making their version of the Switch. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Um, so coming up at the end of this, of next month, June, I'm going to be working uh, 12-hour shift, graveyard shifts. And most of that's just going to be sitting in my truck, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take my switch. and I'm probably going to get through like Breath of the Wild and some other stuff. But um, it's only two weeks. But if I had this instead, dude, I could play like all kinds of other stuff. My whole Steam library. It would be fantastic. Yeah, that would. I, I really like this idea, actually. That's really cool. Um, the features that I would want to see, I think it really comes down to the controls because you can already do this on your cell phone, right? But the problem with that is you There's get no those, controls. yeah, you get those on-screen things, or you get a Bluetooth controller that lags a little bit. Like it, it really comes down to the controls. Like, are you going to have the four buttons and the trigger buttons? How are you going to do it? So I'm guessing they're going to probably check take some of the tech out of their controller, the Steam controller. And they're probably going to have a soft pad where you would have a mouse cursor. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The, the same thing. Uh, because I'm guessing that they're not just going to open this up for controller-based games. I think it's going to be, you know, you can play RTSs and stuff. So um, you will have a touchpad of some sort. That's my, that's my guess and also my desire. Um, yeah. A l- large memory, I guess, would be... I would really, you know, I don't want to just hold three games on there. I want to hold, you know, a good amount of games. Mm -hmm. You'd have to load the games on the device. Right, beforehand. Yeah. Hmm. Which I guess you could do that, but then a lot of games require to be always online, right? Yeah. I guess if I I was going to really... One of the greatest things about the Switch is being able to take the, the screen off and prop it up somewhere and then play it 
like you were playing in front of the TV. And this is such a great and underutilized uh, portion of the Switch. So if it has that, you know, that, that'd be something I'd really like. Anybody else? Mm. Bueller? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to... I, I feel like this has been done before with... The oh, it has been. Shield. Oh, it's been tried a bunch. Yeah. But if you... If Valve makes something that just integrates real smoothly into the, uh, your Steam library, like it could, they could have something here. Yeah, for and sure. It's affordable, and it's from Valve, so you know I, I feel like it's going to do better, and they can build off of what all the other failures as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question from Zap. Okay, so we got a hypothetical here. You have $10 to split between a monitor, PC, keyboard, mouse, and headphones or speakers. How do you split that up? I mean, that's pretty easy, right? Uh, $1 keyboard, $1 mouse, $1 headphones, and everything else on the PC. What about the monitor? Oh, maybe $2 on the monitor. So yeah. $5 PC, $2, one one one. Yeah, I would spend the least amount on the audio, honestly. Um, like, if you just gave me the Microsoft keyboard that comes free with, like, most PCs, like... You can make that work. You can yeah. make that work 100%. Yeah, I could work with just about any mouse. And now, laser mouses are cheaper than roller mouse mouse. The, do they make roller mouse? I don't even think they do. Yeah. So they must be cheaper. So you're going to get a laser mouse, so, yeah. Man, they feel terrible, though, man. Those cheap mice... How's your uh, little light mouse going? Oh, it's good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But, you know, even at work, <clears throat> I have I have like a, a drawer full of just generic Lenovo mice. Yeah, right. right? And, and they're fine. You know, they're, they're wired and um, they're old, but, you know, it's just a mouse. It, it works fine. So, yeah, I could get away with a cheap mouse, I think. Keyboard, probably. Monitor, I'd probably want to spend a little bit more on that. And PC would probably take the bulk of it. But I, I'm telling you, the lowest one for me would be audio. Like any old cheap pair of headphones. I was using a $10 wraparound ones for a while. Do you remember that, Bobby? The ones that go behind your head? Yeah. I was really happy with those. They were $10. I bought they, like three in a row. They were wired, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, they're super lightweight. You couldn't even feel that they were on. And I don't know. I enjoyed it. They didn't mess up my hair. That was a big thing. Yeah. Because at work, I use the Bluetooth ones, but now the cool thing is like the AirBud or Air... AirBuds? AirPods? AirBuds? AirPods? Earbuds? AirBuds? I don't know. Whatever. You know, the Air, Apple, AirBud so, is the dog. The AirBud's the dog. That's why I didn't <laughs> sound right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Apple's uh, one. But they have a bunch of knockoffs of those now. As cheap as like 10, 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, but the ones that I have are the ones that wrap all the way around. They got a loose string there, which is kind of convenient. You can snap them around your neck, like when you're not yeah. using them. But I'm still using those Bluetooth ones at work. Yeah. I don't know. Christian, what's what's your breakdown here? I like the same. I don't, I was just thinking like people who spend a lot of money on headphones and speakers. I sometimes feel like it's a cult and I can't tell the difference in something that's like pretty cheap and something that's medium expense. Like the high end stuff, I feel like you can tell, but everything else in between like $200 headphones and shit. I'm just, I don't know. Like 
Dude, is it I, worth it? I feel like some people just hear better than other people and they get into yeah. well your hearing gets a lot worse as you get older like for everybody it just yeah. gets worse yeah i did a test online where it's like at, at your age range you'll stop hearing the beep and it was like beep. you know it's going through the ages and i could hear it until it got to my age and i couldn't hear it anymore i was like holy fuck let me a mind blow wow yeah <laughs> Crazy. is it true that every time you hear ringing in your ears like that I hair dies and you'll never hear that frequency again. Is that true or is that, tell me, is it true? No, that's tinnitus and yeah, that's damaged hearing and you don't get that back. So yeah, you don't want to do that, man. That happened to me like at some shows, um, like live shows I went to, I'd walk out and like even the next day just ringing in the ears. So wait, 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 no, no, I'm talking about like randomly through the day, not after something. Um, yeah, that shouldn't be happening randomly through the day. <laughs> that shit happened. Like I've been wanting to bring this up. Uh, M. Pilaf, um, Nick from the show, he bought me a noisemaker. I've talked about it on the podcast. It's changed our lives, dude. We, we sleep so much better now that we have this fucking stupid little machine that costs $10 that makes waves of sounds or crickets or whatever you want. And we sleep so much better. The baby sleeps 12 hours straight. We sleep eight hours straight. Like it's, it's, it's incredible. But, uh, the other day to put Luna to sleep, we put it up higher. Um, and then once she falls asleep, we lower it down, but I fell asleep too. I mean, it, it is like a, it's a black box, dude. I'm telling you, this thing is voodoo. We, you go to try to put the baby to sleep and you lay down with her, you fall asleep. And then mm-hmm. Sam comes in to see how you guys are doing. Boom, falls asleep. Like like somebody's like with a trank dart gun, just blowing fucking darts into our neck, and we're just falling <laughs> and sleeping for hours at a time. It's it's incredible, dude. It's incredible. I've never slept so well. Uh, but uh, where was I getting at? Oh, uh, we left it loud the other day, and uh, usually Sam sleeps on the side where it is. But I slept on her side of the bed just because I got drank darted. I couldn't get to my side of the bed. I I have the I have the gumption to get up and get on my side. And uh, I woke up and my ears were ringing, dude, because it was so loud. And I listened to it for like eight hours straight. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, yeah, I lost some hearing that day. Mm-hmm. It's probably worth Damn. it, though, for the sleep. What is this bot? Like you have me into it's just a no- you, know? you can it's get a, it on it's um, white noise, dude. Yeah, you can get it on if you have like an Amazon, what do they call those things? Uh, an Alexa or uh, oh, yeah, uh, Google yeah. Home. Like usually that they have that built in. You just say play like white noise or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause sometimes Rianne will play um like twenty or thirty minute meditations to go to to sleep and it helps her go to sleep, but I can't really can't uh, it just keeps me up, like the crickets and the fish and like the wind and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it doesn't work for me either. I've tried it. I I always there's a there's few. Let me go on a little rant here. There's a few things in life that I feel like once you start, they're nice, but once you start using them, then you become dependent on it. Uh, chapstick, um, shampoo, uh, toilet paper. No, <laughs> uh, white noise machines. Uh, like I don't want to be dependent on anything. Like I've, I've pride myself on just like being good. Like I'm good. I don't need anything. When, anytime I go 
camping, I, like I need water and some sort of sustenance. That's it. Like I'm good. But um, yeah, now I don't know if I'm dependent on it. Even if I am, it's worth it this time. Sounds like a bad camping trip, man. Like no, man. Need, like I just don't need a lot of stuff. I don't require a lot. Okay, just sleep on the dirt. Yeah, with the okay. All right. Last question from Nick. Are there any games you are looking forward to possibly playing for the game of the week? It's <laughs> a uh, leading question. Yeah, yeah. So the game of the week, we should explain that is we're going to be starting it next week. And every week we are all going to play the same game so we can come back and discuss our different takes on it or different perspectives. Like a book club. Like yeah. what we're doing with uh, Movies on the Deal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Uh, the first game we're going to be playing is Days Gone, so we'll all be talking about that next week. Um, but other games and ideas. Somebody had mentioned playing Core, and I thought that was a pretty good idea, because that's a very new game. It's free. It's it's something different, and it's something we can all play together. Oh, the, the Core 3. The Core 3. That's going to be out by then? Or it's out now? I thought it was already out. The epic thing? Mm -hmm. Is that yeah, what we're epic. talking about? Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Um, yeah, but we should rotate, that. I think. You know, I chose this one, I think, just because it was in my face when we brought this up. And then you can pick the next one, and then we'll just, you know. Christian doesn't get a chance because of his pitches are terrible. But Dude, okay, you want to make a movie that's just, okay, wait, I have something to, <laughs> I have something to say. I have a point. Like, what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy when a piece of media redoes uh, a piece of media on a different platform or way of telling it, but kind of exactly the same story? Or do you like when they are in the same universe, but tell a different story within it because, you know, you're going from a game to a movie or, I don't know, a movie to a TV show, something like that? It's funny. Mm -hmm. He's talking, but uh, none of it's landing. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I could go either way on that. I I feel like you could you could do either of those, but as I don't know, as long as you do it well. Yeah, but you have all these bad video game movies. I think for a reason because you're trying to shoehorn something in, you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe what could be an alternative is you know you have this thing that you've made, but maybe there's another story worth telling where you're okay. not like so shoehorned in by the mechanics of the game that you can. Mm -hmm. uh, explore the setting more you know okay i mean that's one way to look at things for sure <laughs> yeah. i guess it depends on how far you deviate from that uh like street fighter the movie was fan fucking tastic the the animated one it's everything that a fan but it didn't follow the original story uh it had this whole other story going on with the shadow Lou and them making super soldiers or whatever but it totally fucking worked and they shoehorned every character into it and it just all worked. I don't know. So uh, yeah, it's kind of like in between that one's like, it takes some new shit, takes all the original content and kind of matches it together. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to pull that off. Yeah. You got to figure out what to leave in and what to take out. For sure. Well, you like that one, right? Remember? Yeah. I saw it for the first time not too long ago when you had mentioned it. I'd never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta watch good. the final fight ones, dude. Fatal Fury ones. Fatal Fury, yeah. Yeah, I want you to watch this. All right, so no other game game of the week that so we want to talk about. 
Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I feel like they should be topical. Like core is topical. Yeah, you know? like new games. Yeah, new games. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to turn into IGN over here, dude, overnight by doing this move. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's big moves. Huge moves. <laughs> Not not as big as your bathroom moves, dude. <laughs> Nothing will be as big as that, dude. I can't. I could go into more detail, but it would be censored. Like it, it was, it was uh, is it a like bloodbath. A, is it like a? You should be arrested for what you did in there. <laughs> yeah, I looked at what I did after, and I was like, "Oh God, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done to my boy?" Chalk lines. Yeah. God. I feel so bad for the people. Like when that happens in a public place, I feel so bad for the people who have to clean that that stuff up. That would be my nightmare, oh. dude. Like, I, I, I can't deal with excrement, dude. Like, I couldn't clean a litter box. I, I don't think I could physically do it. I'd probably clean a litter box. I've never cleaned a litter box, no. Oh, uh, shit. This makes sense why you're not moving in with your girlfriend. Wait, right? you cleaned up after your snake, right? Yeah, and that was gnarly, man. Snakes, they, it's like, what do they pre- poop? It's like prehistoric shit, dude. It has the weirdest smell. Um, yeah, when they when they eat, they they take a shit and it's like really gross and there's like white stuff in it and it's just yeah, um, it smells both. awful. It's yeah, it's pretty gnarly, but it's like not it's not quite similar to a mammal's. You know, it yeah. seems very different. Did you profit on that snake? I think you did, oh, right? Oh no, no. Oh really? No, because I spent so much on the the case and all the other okay, stuff in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I oh. I probably lost a little bit of money, but that's all right. Yeah. What was the snake's once, name? Right? What? Oh, yeah. When I tried to feed it, it, um, it, it, uh, but here's the thing. Like, it looks scarier than it is because the snake doesn't really have any teeth. Right. It's a, a ball python. Um, so when I went to feed it, it snapped and like, if I had not been looking at my hand in the cage, I wouldn't even know, have known that it happened. So it doesn't even hurt. No, you barely even feel it. Oh. It's a pretty small snake too. Like, she was pretty young. It was a, it was a spider ball python, and you know I had named her Arachne at first because I was playing a lot of Smite at the time. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that name was like it. It didn't really roll off the tongue. It's kind of a weird name for it. Never really liked it. Well, if you guys haven't been listening uh, very long, you guys don't even know the first two years of this podcast was basically Smite cast. Yeah, like that's <laughs> all we played. It was yeah. so much Smite. I missed that game. All right. <laughs> Anything else? What's everyone playing Don't next week? Uh, fucking Days Gone. Days Gone and um, whatever the other fucking thing I just said. Um, something Oblivion. I don't know what the fuck. What's it called? Someone, keep track. someone needs to keep track of how many times you say you'll play this game and then not play it. Not oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Absolutely. How, for sure. How much do you think it happens for you? Just out of curiosity. 100% of the time. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah, that Grail, Tainted Grail, Tainted Grail. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, play it for two hours. I'll probably return it unless it's really good. I'm All gonna right. play uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Hopefully, with um, a lot of other people on Discord, we get a little group going. The game is way better as a group. I wouldn't really recommend trying it alone. Um, yeah, you're gonna have fun if you're with people. And then I'll be playing Days Gone too. Yeah. That's going to be me too. Days Gone and Star Wars Galaxies on Friday. Be there on the Discord. Be there. 
All right, speaking for Bobby, Chris, not Nick, and myself. Shit, I have nothing prepared. Bobby, you do it. Pop, pop. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Uh, Yep. Yep. You know what I noticed when I was editing the last movies on the DL? We were talking, we were like... We had the same rating on the movie. Yeah. And then we, like, something else was, like, the same thing as well. We were, like, super in sync. And then at the end, we said pop, pop at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Damn.